Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Expat Bites, a free podcast sharing uh, a show on how to live in another country. Listen to our podcast to answer the important who, where, why, how, and when questions related to becoming an expat. We do this from our expat home here in Buzios, Brazil. On today's show, we're going to address a what question and a how question about being an expat as we look at the costs of living in Brazil. I promise this will be an eye-opening show for anyone who listens to it in the United States or Europe for that matter. In the U.S., there was this famous Wendy's hamburger chain commercial in the 1980s where an older woman yelled out the punchline about a burger at a competitor's chain and said, where's the beef? Well, for me as an American, this show is about the money and where's the beef? America is, I mean, we seem infatuated over money, over many other things in life. And I think that's probably a topic for another show uh, that I have that we have in mind here. But as usual, Felix and I are going to be sharing our experiences today living in Brazil in the quaint Portuguese fishing village of Buzios, located two hours from Rio de Janeiro. And today we'll be contrasting it with our previous lives in Europe and in the United States. So let's let's introduce ourselves. Uh, again, my name is Carl Shinneman, one of the creators of Expat Bites. I'm a retired attorney and electronic discovery expert uh, and entrepreneur for the United States. I'm still an entrepreneur here in uh, Buzios, Brazil, owning a small hotel called the Posada and Airbnb in Rio. Felix? Uh, well, hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Felix Broden. I am 39 years old and I live in Buzios with my family. Uh, I would also say I'm an entrepreneur. I run a, a small B&B, uh, a bakery, and I also manage another Posada. So why don't we... Why don't we just go right ahead and start? Sure. Well, you know, right off the bat, is Brazil a bargain to live in? And, uh, um, you know, your, your sense on that, Felix? I, I, I definitely agree that it is a bargain. Um, there's so many, so many things that you just find uh, from day to day that, I mean, in, in Stockholm, if I go out, uh, I would probably spend about fifty dollars in just a couple of hours because everything, <laughs> everything you do, if it's just to go out for a coffee or or anything, you would spend fifteen dollars for coffee and a and a and a sweet some something sweet. Uh, and um, and in general here, it's um, yeah. Well, well, we'll get to to different uh, things in in the show, um, but um, yeah, I, it's definitely a bargain. Yeah, and you know, I, I looked at some numbers. We talked in the past on our first show about this uh, internet survey that said it's fifty uh, percent less to to be in Brazil on living costs. And I ran some numbers on the show, which we'll get to specifics. And I I think in many cases it's substantially even better than that. Um, and uh, you know, sort of for me, the framework of the show, uh, T Rowe Price, which is a very large respected investment firm. 
uh, recently estimated a couple days ago, you need 75% of your pre-retirement income to retire comfortably. And I, I look at this from the retirement perspective. I'd like our listeners to think about the reductions in living costs you're going to hear in the show and decide for yourself if you live in a low-cost area like Brazil, is that really true? Is it 75% or is it 40%? I mean, you know, it, 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 you, these are all variables and uh, investment advisors have a, have a bias. They want to manage money, so that number has got to be high. But if you lower your costs or you lower what you're doing, it doesn't necessarily mean if you lower your costs a lot, you can increase other things like travel. Um, which is one of the things we'll talk about. So let, I want to jump into some of the uh, eye-opening living costs you encounter, which make you feel like you're saving money compared to your home country. And for me, the, the, the first one that jumps out, I'm going to throw out two, uh, are help with household tasks, just labor tasks. And, you know, I did some calculations uh, for for, for having a, 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 a maid come in and visit and for, for eight visits in a month, uh, it can be about 1,300 AIs. And that, that converts into $3.86 an hour in US terms uh, right now at $5.17 a dollar to a AI. A gardener, and, and I live in a house with a big garden and a walled sort of situation, that costs about a thousand AIs a month for essentially nine visits to the garden and the pool. That's four dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. Again, for very high quality, good work, keeping everything clean and looking tidy. And then the one that that really gets me a lot uh, is is hiring a handyman to do things like fix a bathroom or install a bathroom for you, or showers, or build a deck, or install air conditioners. That's 250 hay eyes a day or 350 hay eyes for two workers. That converts into $6.04 an hour or $8.46 an hour. This is for your construction projects. And yeah. Sorry, I would just like to, I just would like yeah. to add to that with the handyman because that, that's so funny. Uh, I mean, in Sweden, those things, are, I think the, maybe the biggest difference in, in living cost and just for uh, like a, a small story, in Sweden, if you want to rent a, a handyman, just they charge you about $70 just to come with their car. It's like a, a daily fee of $70 just to bring their car with all the tools. So that's how it starts. And then, <laughs> and then it's probably around $120 per hour they charge as well to do anything at all. And the the best thing is that in Sweden, if you want to do anything electric whatsoever, you need to hire a professional or else you will lose your insurance if something happens. And if you don't have a friend, no one, no electrician in, in Stockholm nowadays will come for something that's anything less than two days work. So <laughs> I think uh, I think you that's the that's the best um, uh, example of uh, how uh, big the living costs is in Brazil with when it comes to these these small things. And and I've heard now U.S. with the supply chains that problems they have, you go run out to the the Home Depot or the big chain that sells stuff, and often they don't have what you're looking for, and you lose the contractor that you spent days trying to find uh, because they have another project they're going to go to. 
and yeah. it's gotten far worse. Um, uh, so the the next one that jumped out at me uh, is streaming entertainment. I threw cellular plans in there. Um, so you know, a cellular plan to have a phone here it's seventy reais a month, basic costs with the, with a data plan. That's about fourteen dollars and fifty cents a month, but you know, internet service can be 100 reais a month, about 19, uh, $19. HBO Max, which is a well-known US streaming service, is 13 reais a month, $2.50 a month. Okay, $2.50 a month for all the content. We, Rita and I watch a lot of Discovery Plus. I don't like admitting that to too many people, so now I'm storing it on the internet. But <laughs> 19 reais a month, 367. Uh, uh, a month, three dollars sixty-seven cents. Now, there's you can't miss ninety day fiance when you live outside of the U.S. because it is comical. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But but anyway, um, uh, Paramount Plus nineteen reais a month. That's three dollars and sixty-seven cents a month. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, that that to me is just incredible. Um, I mean, you, do you watch a bunch of TV? Uh, yeah. In, I'm I'm the same as you. I probably have about four or five different streaming services. And I mean, I thought about that. In Sweden, you would pay basically maybe between ten and fifteen dollars per streaming service. Um, so yeah, it's basically twenty five percent of the price that you would pay. In, in I guess it would be around the same in the U.S. now. And yeah. um, it's I mean, about it's, it's not more. Yeah, and it, I mean, it makes sense because the, um, the average income, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it is less in Brazil. So, um, it doesn't mean that you, that you can't make money here, but that's another, that's another show. Um, yeah. and it's, um, I mean, the, the, the next point that you said was going to say is about, uh, the health insurance, right? No, no, before um, that, I want to throw one quick little tip in here. I do pay some U.S. prices for Disney, Sirius XM, FM, and New York Times. But I, um, I uh, um, use it through my Amex card because I like to travel, and I have the Amex Platinum card. I don't mean to do a commercial for them, but they give you a credit towards uh, these services. Um, so you, you essentially pay for these services. And, uh, um, you know, it's probably a topic for another show, but I believe in spending money buying traveling points uh, as much as possible and using that to travel. So, well, I just, uh, just a, a small note on that one as well. I, I literally just bought uh, two, two tickets, uh, return tickets to, to Stockholm for, for points on my Brazilian credit card. So, even if you don't have a um, Amex from, from the US, there is, um, points to to have here as well spending on, on credit cards okay now you wanted to say something about health insurance because this is a huge one in the u.s and for, for me personally yeah so it's a it's a diff i would say it's a different point for from for me because in sweden you don't pay for health insurance at all it's um it's all uh, included in, in taxes which uh, i mean it's it's awesome uh, but it's, I mean, let's, yeah, why don't you start? And I just tell the, yeah. why it's a different thing uh, for me. All right. So, um, in the United States, before I came here in 2018, I had a health insurance plan for two people 
me being five years younger, but still in a group that you pay a lot of money for. And my partner in my company, who happened to be a female uh, in her mid thirties was, was together we were paying $1,441 a month for two people a month, okay? Um, right now I'm paying $313.21, 1619Hi eyes for uh, Sul America, which is one of the leading health plans in Brazil. Uh, it, it blows my mind. And on top of that, if before I had the health plan, if I went to a hospital, they would treat me local hospital, the, the, the local system is free. Um, but this is for picking specialists, if I wanted to pick specialists and things like that. But this is this bankrupts people in the US. And it is, I know retirees get, get a different uh, form of uh, health insurance provided, um, but health insurance here is not that, is, is, is very affordable. Yeah, I, I was just gonna ask you, if you were paying $1,400 and you got seriously ill, would you have to pay extra on top of that? Or would that be like yes. all? Yes, yeah. <laughs> there were deductibles in COPE. You'd have to hit your, your, your deductible amount, which might be up to $3,000 out of pocket before they start paying 80%, okay? Yeah, that's, that's, Still that's get crazy. a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so yeah, but in Sweden, so it's like I said, it's different. Um, it's all included in taxes, so you don't have to, to pay anything, which is, I mean, it, it's great. Um, but so the problem with that is that if you want to, if you have a problem with your, you want to go to see your eye doctor or ear doctor, or you have a problem with your knee or your back, um, it could take you up to a year to, to get help. Here, I mean, the other day, um, I went to see a nose doctor and I came into the hospital and I had to wait half an hour to see him. And then he said, so you have to do a, um, oh, I don't know the English word, tomografia. Uh, it's sort of like an x-ray. Type of um, a scan. Yeah. yeah, a scan, exactly. Uh, so I went, popped into the store next door and where do you do it and so i yeah i just want to schedule this uh, the scan and she said yeah i have a time now in five minutes <laughs> so i literally had a scan done and yeah i didn't pay anything at all so in in one hour i ha i went to see a doctor and had the scan done in sweden that could literally take you six months to do the same thing so um it's it's a very, I mean, I pay about the same 1,600 reais for four of us. So it's me and my wife and our two kids. Um, as you get older, you would obviously pay a little bit more. But um, it's, a, it's a very, very fair price. And I think in general, the, all the doctors and the hospitals, on the, on the private ones anyway, has been to, to pretty high standards as well. So um, another one, and this one I was less scientific on um, because I had a harder time breaking out how much I'm paying for, for food between buying food for the Posada and my home. <laughs> I was going to spend two hours on food going through credit card bills yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to make a spreadsheet on this that is exact, that I can change the exchange rates, and I may publish it online because uh, these differences are so incredible and I, you just don't hear them. Um, but 
you know, I know in the U.S. eggs are a huge story right now. It's you can pay wow in Sweden too a carton of egg, and I part of it was due to a a a, a, a bird virus, uh, the bird flu that went through. They had to kill off a lot of eggs, and a big part of it is because the food is distributed through a couple major points. You know, it's all about distribution. Lower the cost. Try to make your food, you know, um, easy to transport over long distances. Uh, which is what happens in the U.S. But in Brazil, it's distributed all locally, very locally. People are growing a lot of the food relatively close by and, and trucking it pretty nearby. So eggs are available everywhere. I mean, I've gone in the hardware stores and they're selling hammers and eggs at the counter. I mean, I, I don't know why. <laughs> eggs look fresh. You know, you, you go to a fruit stand, there'll be eggs there. And you know, I, I don't have the exact price, but it's it's like two dollars a, a carton, two fifty. Well, I mean, I I do have some more exact prices, and it, I mean, you can get free range eggs for about three dollars for a dozen. Um, and I mean that's in in terms it's expensive compared to like the the regular eggs, which are about you pay about um, two dollars for thirty eggs. Which is, I mean, yeah, literally nothing. Not a dozen. No. <laughs> it's so it's so yeah, it's like eighty or seventy cents for a dozen eggs. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Three. And then I eat a lot of fruit. I mean, fruit in Brazil is one of the wonders here. You know, three mangoes, which will get me through, you know, four days, three or four days with other fruit sprinkle on, is a little more than a dollar. Same with papayas. Uh, fresh bananas or even less, about a dollar. Well, and not, not to to talk about the quality of the fruit. I mean, oh my God. It's, yeah, it's I, I mean, I didn't even like mango or papaya back in Sweden because the taste is just it's not even comparable. It's like two different things altogether. Uh, and I mean, it makes sense. Probably papaya and mango comes from Brazil and it's being shipped to, to Sweden. And it would probably take them maybe a month and a half or two months for them to even reach the supermarket from when they're being picked. So, I mean, here they are probably being picked just a couple of days before, which um, which obviously <laughs> makes a huge difference when it comes to the quality of the of the fruit. But it's, uh, it's like you said that the the fruits and vegetables here are so amazing so rich in flavor and the price is just mind-blowing my 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 wife rita when we go to the us literally starves she can't go we go in the whole foods and she feels like it's old fruit older fruit and it is it has been shipped um and you know i uh i now am probably about 70 75 80 percent uh vegan and i couldn't eat vegetarian food in the u.s my daughter tried to get me to eat it and i i just yeah i hated it you know i really the main course for me was the steak or the hamburger or the chicken or the fish and the other stuff on the side were the side dishes and they're called side dishes in the u.s for a reason it's it's not the main course where the focus for me and for many people's meat here the vegetables taste so good and it's healthier um you don't miss it you literally don't miss the meat. You 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 appreciate the vegetables, which can be fashioned to be sort of like the meat in terms of you know a, a stew or a 
a maqueca with bananas in and stuff like that. You, you just, you know, the sauces, it, it, it tricks you, but the tastes are so good. You, you, you just enjoy it. And I think that's because of the quality. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I would just like to add it. If you do like meat, I mean, the prices oh, here yeah. compared to Sweden, it's probably like 25%. I mean, a kilo of uh, fresh meat in the butcher shop, it's about maybe six, $7 per kilo. Um, wow. I mean, in, in Sweden, I would probably pay at least uh, $30. $40 maybe for a, for a decent uh, cut of meat. So um, even if you do like to eat fish and, and, and meat and chicken, basically all of that is, um, is, is way, 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 way cheaper. What I'll also say about it is it's, all, it's pretty much all free range. Um, everywhere you drive in Brazil, you'll see cows roaming large group, large amounts of land. I mean, they're they're living basically uh, uh, you know in very pretty locations, roaming, you know, grazing. They're not herded into tight areas, and uh, uh, I know that makes a difference in taste and, and a difference for some people and you know how they feel about eating meat. That it's at least a little bit more humane. But I, I think the quality is higher for that reason as well. Um, I didn't break down some costs for, for I, I just want to add a couple of other things that I think uh, were a lot less expensive. You know, we're both in the hospitality field with lodging and uh, I didn't go through receipts on past trips around South America, but every time I, I go, in, in, even in pretty good uh, hotels, it seems to be like a days in in the US in terms of cost. Um, it's, it's a lot less. Uh, for lodgings. I know people that have visited my Posada, um, which uh, has a great view of the ocean uh, in, in about half of the rooms. You know, they're, they're like, this is like uh, price, like a day's in. And I'm, I feel like I'm in Santorini, Greece um, for like 80, 100 bucks, you know, uh, which uh, you can find rooms for 30 or 40 if you want, and they're clean. They won't have the view, but it's, it's uh you know it's really a lot less yeah i think i think the the main difference is uh there's a, i mean the, the range of prices that you can find it's it's very very big i, I would say the same in 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 sweden usually you don't you don't find um they're all more or less priced the same because they're and they're usually only big hotels in sweden here you can find anything from a, a three-room B&B to a ten-room posada, which is called here. And I, I, I mean, I thought about it. I asked so many people, and there's not really any good explanation to exactly what a posada is. It's, it's could be a hotel, but it's not a hotel. It could be a B&B, but it doesn't have to be a B&B. So I, I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any good explanation or uh, or something uh, something uh, similar to, to call it? No, I think I think uh, I think you, you nailed it in the first show. It's like an inn, and it carries in many cases the uh, characteristics of the owner or of the local community better than a a chain can. And uh, like like uh, uh, you know, I know it's sometimes hard to talk about your own place, but your Posada uh, that you you and your 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 wife run, uh, Balthazar, uh, 
is is like going to Europe in Brazil in a fishing area with with the food being you know from your bakery and just a wonderful wonderful family experience with gardens and you're you're right across the street from an amazing beach. I mean you're you're literally a hundred feet from being on the beach and. Uh, um that's a posada because you feel like you've gone into you literally gone into felix and and uh and petra's home um and uh that comes through that that that's a posada experience um well yeah exactly but th thank you by the way <laughs> but uh, i i mean yours would be a, a posada too right uh, yeah 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 well. and, yeah Which, and, and uh, our so my my point being is that it's just too like you said you you have an amazing view um and you have is it nine rooms no we're we're now up to 10 rooms we, we ten rooms. oh you just added the, the last one um so i mean it's it's two two very different it, it could be a lot of things but it's it's almost always called a posada and until it reaches maybe 30 40 rooms uh from zero to 40 rooms it would probably call the posada um Another thing that jumps out to me, and I've I've furnished a few different houses, and I furnished uh, the Posada, we furnished the Posada. You know, buying things like furniture and artwork and stuff like that in Brazil is really inexpensive. But the 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 thing that that just kills me is it's gonna it could last your lifetime. The quality is if you care for it, and if you care for it, well, that's labor. Well, that's not expensive. So we will restrip wood furniture that's amazing and make it look brand new every so often um and uh it's uh it's not expensive to do but the quality is you know it's rock solid it's not it's not um ikea type furniture it's not throwaway <laughs> sorry about that uh, <laughs> i was just gonna <laughs> I, I was just gonna i was just gonna say that that i mean i'm from sweden so obviously um I would have IKEA things in my house. I don't think there's many any suites at all. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire; you would probably have something from IKEA in your house. But uh, <laughs> I mean, IKEA IKEA is quite good and it's decent uh, quality. But like you said, if you make things out of, I mean, brute wood here, um, it's something that will literally last you in a lifetime. So I, I think that's um, that's the main main difference. Um, IKEA things would maybe be a little bit cheaper, but then again, it's something that you would have to buy again in five years. So if you if you count it in that sense of uh, like investments or furniture, it's definitely cheaper. Felix, you also have to build it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a lot of IKEA stuff, and. Well, <laughs> I don't know how it works in the US, but now you can actually hire someone from uh, from like you can actually pay for the service for them to come and put oh, it together okay. for you if you prefer. I never. I probably should. Have. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I we spent like three days of putting together our um, our wardrobe back in Stockholm. It's yeah, uh, it's it's every time. Oh, it's gonna be simple, but no, it's not that simple. <laughs> I'm a lawyer by trade, so I like to read instructions. And you open up the box, and it's like a cartoon. You know, you're like, "Wait a minute, these aren't instructions." You know, and if you got a cold, you could sneeze in it. And you could use it that way, but it's you know, yeah. 
And you you always uh, you always manage to put the wrong screw in the wrong place somewhere, so that when you come to the end, it's like, where is this part? I don't know. <laughs> and then you see in the instructions the little stick character doing exactly what you did with the the frowny face, like, don't do yeah. this. <laughs> it's very uh, comedic. So I like a well built, you know, piece of uh, hardwood type stuff, uh, which we we have a lot of here. Um, uh, I did. I, I did do one vacation calculation um, in December. We're going on a three-day boat cruise with three live bands, who are bands that were big in the '80s in Brazil, huge in the '80s. You know, and this is same in the U.S. A lot of these bands gather and do things, but it's about 14 hours of great entertainment on a balcony with all-you-can-eat buffets and uh, two stops, one of which is Buzios, but I. I like to get off the boat and see my dogs, even when I'm on the cruise. <laughs> but, but you know, another one will be another tropical place, and it, it's uh, six thousand eight hundred ninety-six AIs, thirteen hundred thirty-three dollars, six hundred sixty-seven dollars per person. You know, for that's food, lodging, and great entertainment. Uh, samba bands with rock. I mean, it, it's. Uh, we did it earlier this year, and and uh, we're going. We booked again for a second time. Um, well, I'm going. I'm going to go in in two weeks. So uh, my first ever cruise experience. Uh, and to be very honest, I I don't have any. I don't know how much that would be in in Sweden or in the U.S. But do you know how, how much would it be in the U.S.? Um, people do cruises, but no, this this is a bargain. Um, you know, you 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 can spend uh, typically. You know, from my experiences, four or five, six thousand dollars on a cruise. Um, oh wow! Uh, this is only like a, a three-night cruise, four days out, so it's you know it would be probably less. But but um, you know the other ones are like seven-day type cruises. But but it is it is I know it's a bargain because it, it's the equivalent of like uh, two nice nights out, and you're getting everything: food, lodging, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the amenities there. Um, but uh, but anyway, so now I wanted to, you know, there's sort of a rhyme and reason. These are things that jumped out at me. But 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 the next thing is living expenses, which which many expats are going to encounter. And, uh, uh, you know, the energy is a big one in the U.S. with the change of seasons. Uh, and I've, I've run through a couple of the properties and, uh, you know, for an apartment, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at about 107 hay eyes a month for electricity, which is $20 and 76 cents. Uh, the gas to, 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 to cook and the, the, to heat the water, uh, is about 80 hay eyes a month, uh, which is $15 47 cents. Um, I don't have any solar energy there, so that's gotta be the full, full cost. Um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you have thoughts on that, Felix. I have a couple. Uh, yeah, I mean, in in I I lived in an, an apartment in Stockholm as well, so my energy cost wasn't that big. Uh, I know that um, my family has a summer house, and um, the electricity prices has. I mean, pretty much in the whole world, especially now with the war and everything that's going on, uh, has been really really high. Uh, they I think they pay about a thousand dollars a month or something uh right now especially in winter uh obviously that's going to come down a little bit in summer but um and i do have 
um, solar um, in my house. So I, I paid nothing for for three years, and that's another that, another thing as well. Um, you don't pay. Uh, so I I have solar too. So you're not paying anything. I'm still paying about 256 hay a month, 50 bucks a month for electricity. Um, in your house. In my house, yeah. Is that is there something uh, not uh, working? Well, sorry to to be to be very fair. You have there, there, well, there, there's a minimum charge. Uh, you're right. Uh, I think it's but I think it's only 150 that I pay. That's the minimum. Um, but um, it, you sure it's 250? Yeah, I looked at the bills. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I don't know to be to be honest. Um, I'll I'll check it up. But, I might uh, have. I might have to contact the solar company, but uh... <laughs> yeah, no. But it, it could be that you just this month because of the heat or something that you used a little bit more. But you should know that's that does sound a little bit strange. Okay, I uh, I'll look at it. It's, it's only been it's been about eleven months here. Um, but anyway, I will look into that. Um, so, uh, but still, I find that that cost is is reasonable and my my anecdote on this is the use of energy in brazil that i've seen in in most cases except supermarkets where people leave open freezer things um uh when you look at an apartment when i live in sao paulo you looked across the other buildings you would see darkness at night except for like a room here a room there an apartment people tend to use the electricity they're using they don't have whole rooms open you know they don't light up the entire apartment it's really amazing to watch um which could be one reason why things are a little bit less the change of seasons doesn't really hit as hard here and you don't have central air conditioning in most cases so if you're going to run air conditioning it's in the one room you're in um which works at night uh we use fans most of the time but sometimes we use the air conditioning but you don't have a thousand dollar a month energy bills ever uh which is the the main point uh, yeah i mean i for sorry for myself for my house my posada uh which would be five uh guest rooms and it would be our own living living quarters as well i would spend in high season where, where we would be absolutely full and in the height of summer i our energy bill would be about maybe four hundred dollars uh, four hundred no yeah four hundred dollars before we installed the solar so it's it's quite a big difference that 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 actually yeah okay uh so i i am definitely getting some reduction for the solar okay because i'm not at that and and our you know we we have a lot of rooms here too so anyway uh uh clothing different a different uh topic i didn't break this down but i know i t-shirts and shorts 10 bucks in the range uh at tacos or the the other stores herrings that are downtown and in buzios or i wear javianas a lot that's like 30 to 60 hey eyes five dollars to eleven dollars for my typical flip-flop shoes i mean you're just not spending there's no reason to be spending money on on clothing and in 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 a very you know fashion oriented sense maybe if i think that's bit. yeah i i think that's exactly the point i mean even i think i would say that uh clothes are maybe for the quality it's not always super 
good. But I think the main point with clothing costs is that you don't really have to use any fancy clothes. And in I can just compare it to whenever I go back to, to Sweden, to Stockholm, if I'm in the city, I, I feel a, like a pressure. It's like an invisible pressure for me to put on my best clothes. And if I don't, it just feels like everyone is sort of staring at me. It's like, what are you wearing? Come on. <laughs> it's, it, it's just uh, here you, you just feel so free. I mean, just a basic T-shirt and some, some shorts. And like you said, Hawaiianas. It's what everyone wears. There's no reason to to dress in a different way um and it's very it's very liberating to, to be to be honest i i agree um and i i do think and it's probably a show for a different day but but fitting in and not looking like the uh the the expat with the bmw is yeah. uh a good idea for all sorts of reasons um pe people you know I, I think it's more comfortable when when you look like everyone else to some extent and, you know, you're dealing with people person to person instead of someone that, you know, is, is going to go to Europe in a month and then back to the U.S. And three months later, or four months later. I mean, that that plays a little differently if, if you're if you're shouting that out to people. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So. Uh, the cost of housing is something that's really uh, amazed me. Um, and you have to, you, you know, this is oral, so you can't really get the idea, but I, I thought I'd, I'd really focus on two properties. One is our apartment in Rio, that's an Airbnb. And, you know, uh, I bought that last year. The market was, was sort of depressed just after COVID. Uh, you know, I bought maybe a year and a half ago, but it translated into about a couple hundred thousand dollars for a two bedroom apartment in the heart of a major city with a view of Christ the Savior off a back deck. That's uh, I, I had one guest who literally prayed every day on the deck. She went to church every day <laughs> and she thanked us <laughs> for this experience. OK, it was an, an really incredible. Now. It came like a shell. We had to put another twenty-five grand in with to get the kitchen, bathroom, air conditioner, and closets in. But in this, the condo fees are only eleven hundred seventy-seven reais a month, which is two hundred twenty-seven dollars. That includes your garbage, your water, your parking lot, your Olympic-sized swimming pool with sauna, hot tubs, and a fully equipped fitness center. Um, I, the, you know, I'm just flabbergasted that you know in Manhattan. You know, which I would compare Rio to, you know, <clears throat> even though New York is 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 at a different level in terms of the types of uh, uh, accommodations that, that people because of the flash and stuff like that. And people, you know, put try to put really special, special things in. Um, but still, this is probably 10 percent to 15 percent the cost uh, it, to me. I'm just shocked. And as someone that's investing for the long haul and, and renting it out now, I like buying things that are affordable and then making a cash flow off of it. That that to me feels astute rather than going into hock with a property and yeah. betting, on, betting, betting, gambling, you know, yeah, <laughs> it seemed like a big bet. So, um, 
Uh, it's uh, I, I agree, and I don't really have that much to add to that. I mean, in in Sweden, we don't really have those kinds of condominiums where or condos where um, you have uh, swimming pools and saunas and hot tubs and equipment equipped fitness centers at all. And you would still in in newly constructed um, housings, you would still pay about six seven hundred dollars per month and that only that would only include the um, like garbage and maybe uh, a laundry place uh, and that's that's basically it that you would get that well um and i don't have anything on apartments but i know that the apartment uh, uh area is very affordable um it is uh um you know you know, 1,000 AIs or 1,500 AIs, you can get a very pretty nice apartment, 3,000 AIs, which which would be, you know, in the five, $600, $400 range. Um, but, you know, so there's there's something for everyone here that's that's reasonable is my is my point. Um, dining out, uh, I mean, I, I, I've had lobster dinners down in, uh, down, down in uh, our, uh, 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 you know, overlooking the water here in Buzios for twelve or thirteen dollars, fresh lobsters, and then my one of my favorites is Grau, uh, a vegan veget vegan place. They have a plate of the day for thirty three AIs, which is six dollars thirty eight cents, and it's it's like an a, an amazing. It's only for lunch, and it's just like an amazing combination. It's always something different, and it tastes great. Um, yeah, I like to go there as well. Uh, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's a nice place and very very good quality for for what you paid yeah no they're they're nice they're nice people too um entertainment concerts uh you know i i i i, I love live music and i i've seen all sorts of bands in the u.s at madison square garden and i've traveled uh, to see con concerts in many cases but uh i'm i'm my, my wife likes harry styles so we spent you know, 800 Hey Eyes, which was about $154 to, to buy the sort of the main tickets um, in on the floor. And I know in the US, those were going for uh, closer to 800 to 1000. And oh, then wow. I saw Paul McCartney uh, and uh, we were front row in Sao Paulo. This was three years ago. And again, that was 800 Hey Eyes, $154. You just don't see prices like that, and that's scalper, that's secondary market. You, you, you don't. You know the the face value might have been forty or fifty hey eyes for these tickets. Um, yeah, well, I'm gonna go see Coldplay now in in uh, next month, and I think uh, it was the tickets were about six five six hundred reais maybe. So um, yeah, it's um, it's a huge price difference and um it's yeah okay we both run businesses and we will probably do a show on starting a business here but the labor costs are this are, are similar to what we were talking about um uh so they would translate lower revenues are lower too but if you live in brazil based on the costs we've talked about the revenues can keep you very comfortable uh nice healthy lifestyle um you know, I did some calculations recently, and I think I'm earning about three times my expenses now uh, here in Brazil with the inn and the Airbnb. But I, I want to add a caveat. It, 
it took me and Rita two and a half years to get our businesses running like we wanted to. It's like anything else. You know, you got to learn the people, you got to learn the process, and that doesn't happen immediately. You got to finish the apartment. Um, but, you know, uh, you can get to a place with a strategy if, if that's what you want to do to earn some some cash flow while here. Or like Felix, you're 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 living, you're living the dream <laughs> with the whole businesses. Yeah, no, and I think you just, I mean, I, I, there is definitely another show I, I would say, but um, if you are, if you're smart, there's so many opportunities to, uh, to get good businesses running. And I mean, just our, our, um, our Posada, our inn, um, we have five rooms. We only have one uh, maid that helps us. Uh, my wife is uh, serving the breakfast and, and taking care of the, of the guests. But I mean, we now like in summer, obviously it's different, but we made about Hello? Felix, you there? Well, Felix, you cut out there. I didn't hear that whole answer. You went silent <laughs> and then you just came back. <laughs> Maybe it was the signal that came down a little bit here. No, I, I just said it. I mean, you can, there's so many opportunities, especially with, um, with expenses in, in the business with um, labor cost uh, that makes it, it's, it's easier to, um, to start as, to a small business um and um, there's bureaucratic things that are it's going to be difficult in the beginning but there's so many so many excellent opportunities to be found and um it's not gonna especially on tier and boozes you're not going to be a super millionaire but you you'll definitely have a, a very comfortable lifestyle okay um uh i um i wanted to uh add um that there are some things that um, that I think are uh, are are worth talking about that you don't typically see in in uh, articles comparing costs for being an expatriate, and you know it's nice to see what a hamburger is, or what gas is, or whatever. But if you're living in another country, you know being abroad is a chance to expand your palate, and boy, is it cheap to do things like this and. I, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, I think on a past show, Jaca fruit, um, you know, they, these are things I love to eat here where I can see them on the side of the road. I don't think they transport super well. I don't, I know they don't live well because if you don't open it right away, they can spoil. But when you open it right away, it's like the size of two footballs for 15 is less than $3 enough for healthy fruit the last three days. And it's, it's, it's a sweet fruit with big seeds in it that is, like something I I I well, I've never seen before, um, and I and I love um, acai is something that you can find powder in the U.S. or things like that um, to sprinkle on smoothies or something like that. But you know, and it's a very political thing even here in Brazil because acai is from the Amazon, and when you get it in the Amazon, where I'm going next week up in Belém, it's sold more like yogurt. 
um, which you can add yeah. to plates. And it's 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 a different product. Okay, it's not ice cream. Here it's transported. They add sugar to get it to 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 ship. Yeah, around. it's it's frozen, right? I think as well. I mean, up in up in Belém, you can actually get it fresh. I never I never yeah. saw it. Never tried it um but it would be amazing to try it it's the same thing in sweden you get it as a powder as well well we're is... gonna bring some back felix I and mean, you're gonna try some we we always bring coolers back from the amazon with stuff. Oh, all right cool. uh, so, so it's, it's awesome but it's very inexpensive it's uh um uh and super healthy i think that's the the main i mean acai it's one of the i think it's highest levels of antioxidants and it's 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 really a super super fruit. There's another fruit that's turned into ice cream up in Belém called bakery, which you can only get in the Amazon, which Queen Elizabeth thought was her favorite ice cream in the world, and that's wow. about like the same price as acai. I'm gonna... I actually have never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's exotic. I, I am going to do a show when I'm up there, Felix, with a person from Belém, and I'm just going to buy stuff at the market. And then sit down with him and have him and Rita maybe explain what we just bought, oh, cool. um, which should be fun. Um, I love fresh, fresh, fresh orange juice, and uh, I buy I buy oranges by the big bag three 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 thirty three hayes and thirty centavos per kilogram. I'll get a ten kilogram bag. I did some calculations. You can't kick the Carnegie Mellon out of me. I'm like uh, I'm a geek. A little bit. Okay. But <laughs> I calculated I'm getting about 15 and a half glasses out of this bag for 33 hay eyes. So it's so, and then I measured the the orange versus the the, the things that are left, the rind. And it, I'm calculating it's coming out at about 41 cents for a large glass of really healthy orange juice, no preservatives added. And I no longer can drink any orange juice in the U.S. in our return. Uh, Rita and I call it fake juice. It's sold cartons. It's got preservatives. It's got, it's it's not real orange juice. There's all sorts of stuff added. This is right off the tree, and it tastes different. And to me, it tastes better. Um, oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. I couldn't couldn't agree more. I mean, in in Sweden as well, it would be it would be incredibly ex expensive to, to drink fresh orange juice. So, well, that's a reason to why, why we don't do it. And for the same reason, like you said, that it, the flavor is just, it's just different. There's, it's diff difficult to, to even compare. Then there's a super fruit that grows in my backyard, seasonal, called an acerola. It looks like a cherry, but it's, it's not. It's not sweet, okay? It's, it's a little bit bitter, but every single acerola berry has the equivalent of all the vitamin C that you need in a day. It is a literally, it's like acai, a super fruit. Um, and I love it as, as I love the coconuts that we cut down from trees here and the bananas, they're free when we, when we have them uh, on the tree. So um, anyway, I, I, I just think that that's a part of it that that's super inexpensive and it's part of the adventure, which living abroad should be. Um, I think the last thing I want to delve into, and we'll do banking in a different show on uh, how you pay for this. It's actually a natural, a natural next show. Um, but is anything more expensive in your, um, in your yeah, well, I mean, uh, I think 
uh, electronics for one for one thing. If you if you like an iPhone or uh, MacBook or things like that, it is uh, quite a lot more expensive because they they do uh, import tax, which it differs a little bit when it comes to which type of uh, thing that that if it's uh, electronics or if it's food or if it's um, other things, but it's uh, that's a little bit more expensive. And unfortunately, if you if you like good wine, um, it's almost twice the price uh, from what what you would find in in Europe or in the US. Um, but in in general, that there is not that many things that are uh, more expensive. But, but, but if you're an alcoholic, there's plenty of good liquor available in Brazil. <laughs> the Dasta is a cheap liquor. You can make caipirinhas and yeah. I, I don't drink yeah. that much. But when I was in college, I would have gone nuts here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, absolutely. No, kidding aside. But um, I don't know. Do you have anything? That, did you find yeah. anything that's more yeah. expensive? Well, I did, but I wanted to add. I, I uh, this is another Belém story. I got a uh, uh, a group of uh, a liquor called Jambai, Jambai, which um, is a very potent liquor, but it 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 tastes it numbs you. Okay, I mean, literally, your tongue, your lips, your you know. So I was feeling rather rather uh, hospitable uh, at Christmas, and uh, a couple Christmases ago, I had all the guests out. We we cooked. And then we sang Christmas carols, and I had this table. Um, there, were, there must have been a convention in Rio, but there were six um, six uh, gay men that had come from around the world, Australia, whatever. They were the best singers there, by the way. I don't want to go with stereotypes, but they were a choir for the Christmas carols. It was great. But anyway, I said, you want to have a drink? And I got some stuff from the Amazon. And I half of them got the joke after their mouths got really numb. <laughs> expecting <laughs> and I, I i i made sort of a a hostile joke you know from the horror movie i said don't worry i'm not going to be harvesting your organs in about two hours this <laughs> consciousness three of them looked at me a little weird but but you know it's a natural uh type of liqueur that uh i still keep a little bit to 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 to, to give to my friends uh just so they can have it and you know when you know it's happening it's interesting. If you don't know what's happening, you wonder what's about to happen to you. <laughs> so, um, but as for the more expensive, the uh, it's a sixty percent tax levied on imported items, and I, my my advice is just don't buy it here. If you're going to be an expat, you're probably going home, or you're having friends here. And I'm not shy about asking my friends to be mules. I uh, will, <laughs> and, and I'm saying legally. There's a thousand dollar limit. And if someone's coming on vacation, they're not bringing a lot of stuff. So I will, you know, buy three or $400 worth of stuff from Amazon that'll fit in their suitcase. Um, or when I go back, I'll buy an iPhone or things like that. You know, do not ship anything here ever that is has any value to it. It gets stopped at the border. I, I bought a painting uh, uh, that was a copy of a Brazilian painting that was done by an American. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think I paid like 300 bucks for it. And that was about as much as I was willing to pay for any painting. And the guy said, what do you want to put on it for the value? And I didn't even think, I said, well, just put what I paid for it. 
I had to pay four hundred dollars to get this thing released and shipped to me from the board. Oh, I'm like, no, oh. it's, it's, <laughs> the value is what you see. You know, he could have put twenty dollars and it would have been yeah. fine. You know, okay. so uh, anyway, that's that's just my advice on that. Um, but uh, well, I, think I, I, I can add, I can add to that. Um, so I don't know about you, but when I moved to Brazil. I actually had a full container shipped with all my stuff or with our stuff from Sweden. Um, so you can actually have one, you're allowed to have one shipping uh, free of, I mean, you don't have to pay any import tax at all. Um, so that's, that's if, you, if you're moving things from, from like the US or Europe to Brazil, you can, sh you can ship, I don't know the quantity, but I mean, we shipped one full container. It's about 30, it was 40 cubic, cubicle meters of stuff um, free of, free of uh, import tax. So, I, I brought it on American Airlines on several trips, the stuff I, and I bought essentially new stuff for, for my new life. But I remember bringing like four suitcases over on one trip and I got stopped by the border guys and they thought they had one. They were going to get all the taxes at the airport. And my God, when they opened up and saw old DVDs and an old computer, they literally didn't know what to do. And <laughs> they just waved me through. Um, so, but, but uh, yeah, we, the, the import thing is interesting. Generally, uh, visitors don't get stopped coming through. Brazilians coming over during Black Friday will, you know, if you have four suitcases or three, you'll get, they'll look, try to get, uh, give you taxes at the airport. Um, but typically if you're just coming over on vacation, um, that, that you don't get stopped if you're from out of the country is, has been my experience and my, my experience talking to friends. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so anyway, any concluding thoughts that you have on this? Uh, I had something I wanted to tie the show together with, but if you have anything, uh, that you want to sort of wrap up with. No, I think we covered pretty much everything that I can think of. Uh, so why don't you just go ahead? Okay, so I talked to my dad after the show. We did a, uh, an interesting show in the history of the Shinneman expats last week. That I'm still trying to figure out how to to, to launch as a podcast, but uh, but I've it's saved. I just uh, working with the help desk here, talk show to to get it ha uh, up there on the on the uh, list. But um, my dad said, you know, one of your premises of your show is you know, between the cost savings and the life improvements. But if you're a retiree moving, you're going to lose your friends. And that might be something that people aren't interested in doing. And I, I think that's wrong. There is some truth that you're at a distance, but you can always travel back. And if your living expenses 10 months of the year are in, are in the terms that we've just told you, you're spending less money on living. And then you could take two months if you want, like you do, Felix, and go back uh, and stay for a big chunk of time in your old neighborhood with your family. Uh, and still, I think you're going to be way ahead, but you can talk to your friends for free. When your friends visit you and your family visits you for that week or two weeks, it's a memorable experience. Contrast yeah. that the day-to-day -day of seeing a friend. So I, I think there's some trade-off, but I, I do think it it's not as bad as, as he said. 
I do have something to add to that, and it, I, I'm not sure if I already said it in, in previous shows, but uh, I mean, when we first was going to move down to Brazil, we sent uh, an email to to my parents and to Pedro's father explaining our thoughts and uh, presenting the whole idea. And my mother especially was devastated. Um, I mean, her her oldest son was going to move from Sweden to Brazil. It's a it's a pretty fair. Uh, it's like twenty four hours door to door. Um, but now, ten years later, she I, I would argue that she's, she's well. We get so much more quality time than we would have ever had before. I mean, they come down here now. They just retired this year. They spent two months here. We're going to go back to Sweden for two months. So I mean, we we almost get three, four full months together, uh, which would never have had happened if we were still living in, in Stockholm. Maybe we would see each other once a week. You, you would have to get together for dinner. You, had, you would squeeze it in because you had to you had more than you actually wanted to. And it would be a quick dinner. Then everyone had to do their own things. And same, I would say same with friends. I mean, I've had a bunch of friends coming down to visit me over the years. They would stay with us in the house. We would get a week, 10 days, two weeks together. And uh, I think that you, you might not see them as much as a quantity, but the quality is, uh, it's another, it's so much better. I mean, I, and you, in Sweden, like you said the other day that, you have more, you lost contact with some of your your friends who might not have been that close, but the close friends you have, I feel them even closer, even if I don't see them as much as I would back in Stockholm, but the, the quality, it uh, gets better, I think. I, I, I agree, and I, I let my friends know now in, that how much I appreciate them, um, you know, and, uh, you know, you can talk to them uh, virtually whenever you want. So, uh, so anyway, so I think I think we've had a good ending point for this show, um, and uh, so we'll end the show. But please visit our website at, at www.expatbites.com for more information about our hospitality businesses. If you care to visit Buzios and want to stay at our inns, you would get a better sense of expatriate life, and you could maybe grab a Kaiparunia with us. You can also email your questions or comments to info at expatbytes.com. Uh, if you liked what you heard, feel free to forward it to any of your friends who might be interested in learning more about the expat journey, the dreams, the bumps you're going to encounter along the way. Uh, thanks for joining us today and uh, have a nice day. All right. Bye, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.